your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Locked On Flames. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto. And this is a lovely bonus episode with a lot of chaos and this episode is brought to you by spotify green room so head on over to the app store today and download spotify green room to check out the best place to talk about sports and current events i love that it's like a live podcast so thank you so much to spotify green room today i am joined by some longtime friends and a recurring guest and we have I mean, Nick is a longtime friend as well. Like <laughs> <laughs> you to leave. Shots at Lancey. <laughs> yeah, he's he's just here. Also known as the encyclopedia. Um, so yeah, we're just gonna kind of shoot the the breeze tonight. And are we uh, not allowed to swear on this? No, we can. I just don't like to. Okay. But you can. It's not my sponsorship it's getting taken away. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm completely kidding. You can say what you can. Be respectful. That you know, ground rule. I am. I am nothing if not respectful. I'm so disrespectful. I'm bruising. <laughs> <laughs> I am the rose between two thorns. I mean, like, have fun with it. We're here just to really just be degenerates and have fun. Um, this episode is not going live right away in the morning because this episode is one that you will probably want to listen to while you are doing what we are doing, enjoying a beverage, an adult beverage here. Um, so does everybody want to introduce themselves? Drew, do you want to go first? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm on the, I'm on the spot here. Um, I was hoping Lancey would take the lead as the encyclopedia. You can show me how to do it. Uh, I'm Drew Johnson uh, from the Brews and Bruins podcast. Uh, there's another guy who's from that podcast on here, but I'll let him introduce himself. Uh, big Bruins guy, I guess a beer guy, and fan of all things wacky and goofy. What are you drinking? I am drinking an Omission Brewing Company lager. They're gluten-free beer, as I myself am, unfortunately, of that variety. And uh, do I give it the old rating? I'm yeah, do, do the rating. And not explain the scale. So I'm going uh, <laughs> to... Thirty out of thirty-seven on uh, on drinkability and taste. I'll give it a uh, twenty-two. Okay. Tasteability. Sorry, not taste. Tasteability. Chris, would you like to go next? Hi, I'm Chris Gear from the Brews and Bruins podcast, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not weird at all. Um, yeah, we, uh, he's a robot. I, I've I've known Jess for for quite a while. We've never met in person, but we are soon to meet in person. Uh, like within two the weeks, next few three weeks. weeks? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm I'm a co-host with Drew and our other co-host Cam, who's never here. Um, <laughs> and so Jess and and Lancey fill in a lot. So we're friends for many reasons, and that is one of the reasons. Um, I am drinking a Phantom Bride IPA from San Diego local Belgian Beaver Brewing Company, and tasteability, it's 24. Drinkability, 19. A Matthew Kachuk. 
I sure. almost said Tyler Sagan. <laughs> we, no. we, we just recorded. Different team this time. Different team. We just recorded an episode of Bruins and Bruins where someone gave something a 19 and Lancey went through a couple of 19s in the uh, Bruins past without mentioning Forgot Tyler Sagan mention intentionally. I brought up Norm Levier and oh my God. Uh, the guy in between Norm Levier and Joe Thornton, everyone. Anyway. The encyclopedia is here, folks. Hi, how's it going? I'm Nick Lancieri, and uh, I do stuff. I have my own website, downthefrozenriver.com. Jess does stuff on it, so you probably know it from her, mostly, because she's kind of popular around these parts. I'm guessing you mostly know it for that one episode that uh, Drew and Cam and I crashed. Or that, too. (laughs) The the crossover that, for some reason, they try to forget, but I thought it was great and uh, loved every minute of it. These, like, two hours of it. But anyway, uh, I have in my hands right now a Aeronaut beer. It's a Citra Galaxy. At least, that's from what I gather. It's got really cool artwork on it, so... Unless I'm not reading the billboards in between the aliens and spaceships and flying things the right way, then uh, apologies to Aeronaut Brewing. I also have another one sitting over here for later that's got guava in it. Ooh, and okay. It's, it's apparently a sour, and I've had a sip of it, and uh, not not too big a fan. So Great, so you can bring those to Vermont. Right. Got oh, two yeah. more in Thanks. the fridge. Thanks so much. Um let me give some background information. If we reference Vermont, it's because I think like we're all hanging out there next month, which is wild to me because I haven't met these fine gentlemen that I've known for years, thanks to Twitter. We're all um, meeting up to do podcasts the yeah. entire week. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's podcast camp. Yeah, this is basically just like like a sleepaway camp where we're working. Like what, what do they call those work conferences? I don't know. I'm not a work retreat. Thank you. There (laughs) we go. I've never been in the business world. (laughs) Neither have I. No. Um, okay. So today we're recording right now and it's the expansion draft is just about over. Do we have any initial thoughts, reactions, or just kind of takeaways? Yeah, I mean, I think Seattle has has done their homework. It looks like they're they're not falling for any of the tricks. Uh, a lot of a lot of teams try to bait them into doing certain things. Uh, say Toronto, especially, um, and they've they've gotten a bunch of really good players so far. And uh, I, I don't know if they're going to be a contender next year but it looks like they're they're setting themselves up well in the pacific division i would say they're they're probably taking a playoff spot from someone and it'll probably be the flames no it's okay it's okay i have my gripes with them yeah this is a flames podcast oh yeah i posted a thank you geographic that i worked very hard on um, by very hard, I mean 25 minutes. And I got one like, so I was like, thanks, guys. Oof. All right, thanks. let me go fix that real quick. <laughs> yeah, that's all. So thanks, guys. Instagram, the Insta. No, it wasn't on Instagram. It was on Twitter. It was on Twitter. Yeah, it was on Twitter. The Twitter. My lockdown. So I'm trying to make a joke about being old, but I'm oh, not. So. Well, when I got up to start recording this, I stepped funny and like 
hurt my back. So I was like, all right, yes, we just need to stop aging. It's time to just do what they do in the movie Madagascar and find a dying hole. Yeah. David Swimmer's um, character. Anyway, unrelated. So, like, there was discourse from Bruins Twitter that just kind of took me, like, if I felt like it came out of nowhere as somebody who watches the Flames and, like, obviously, like, does it for work or whatever, and there was a lot of people saying, oh, if the Flames buy out Lucic, they should bring him back to uh, Boston. What what are your thoughts on the buyout that won't happen? <laughs> Before we hear about the Milan Lucic hypothetical buyout that will never happen, let me talk to you guys about Built Bar. Built Bar is an amazing protein bar that is just something that I have every day to fuel me and keep me going through these long days. They are especially helpful on days where you have the expansion draft and then, of course, have the roster unfreeze and then a job interview, and you really don't have much time to squeeze in a whole meal, and I think that Built Bar is a fantastic source of protein and calories that you need for the day to get you through. So why don't you head on over to built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off of your order at built.com. And of course, just like I mentioned earlier, we will be talking more about Spotify Greenroom and Spotify Greenroom has become such a fun place to log on and chat with other sports fans. And a few weeks ago, you know, we were talking about our favorite musicals, what we feel about Hamilton, and of course, we do occasionally talk about hockey. No, in all seriousness, Spotify Greenroom is a great place to connect with other sports fans and just chat around the league about anything that you're really interested in. So why don't you head on over to the App Store and download Spotify Green Room. It's completely free. Sign up today for your free account and of course find me at Just Belmosto. No. Thank you for your time. Uh, okay, well <laughs> the calm like down everybody. <laughs> so yeah, I mean I don't know where those weird rumors came from. Uh, but it it set Bruins Twitter ablaze, uh, no pun intended. Uh, it, It'll be here all week, folks. But if Milan Lucic were to have been bought out, like, yeah, absolutely. You bring him back for no money whatsoever if he wants to come yeah. home for, for nothing because he's still getting paid by the Flames. Like, he doesn't need the money. Um, yeah, he's still a pretty solid defensive player, and he's not a liability on the offensive end. Um, that you can put him on a fourth line and he'll still be an effective NHL player. He's not fast like most uh, NHL teams are trying to do with their bottom six, but, um, I mean, he's still a a big physical presence and that is a valuable commodity at some point in your lineup. Um, And if the Bruins are are missing Kevin Miller for the 12 games he plays every year, you're going to want a guy like Lucic in there. Well, now they're going to miss all of that Kevin is Miller true. forever. He's gone. <laughs> all of that is true, but to take the dissenting opinion on why I wouldn't bring him back, if you're not building a competitive roster, then you shouldn't try to add a Corey Perry. And, okay, Corey and I Perry, understand that. Corey Perry is a defensive liability, though. Right. But, uh, but the point Lucic being... is a net positive. 
Montreal went out there thinking, oh, well, we can add this veteran presence and yeah, we'll score some goals because, you know, garbage goals, whatever. Lucic can do much in the same. And I, I understand that the Habs were technically a sub 500 team and well, the whole debacle about, well, they made the playoffs and this and that. They made it to the Stanley Cup final. Okay. Right. So they, they went from So automatically every move they made on the way there is justified. (laughs) Yeah. In the hockey world, kind of, because hockey is weird like that. Yep. Now, the the reason why I wouldn't necessarily bring back Lucic really just goes back to one point, the competitiveness, the compete level. If you think he wants to be here and he thinks he can win a Stanley Cup here, then yeah, sure, bring him in on a $800,000 contract. Stanley Cup, but... But if he wants to win a cup someplace, then this isn't it. He, he should seek other options. And I don't know, like, anyone, anyone would take him at this point. But I also don't think he's going to make, he, well, he's going to as if it's going to happen. Um, I don't think that he could possibly make the Bruins bottom six any worse than it was last season. He, yeah. He'd make it better. He'd <clears throat> definitely yeah. be a good addition on there. Um, it depends on things. I, I honestly think so, because right now the Bruins are really turning to minor leaguers slash prospects to come into that bottom six. Um, Coyle's kind of had a off year, so that third line is a little bit in question. Not that I think they're going to get rid of Coyle or move him down to the fourth line, but there's a lot of juggling going on. And adding a guy like Lucic, who has been a net positive defensively, as Chris said, I don't know what that means, but no, I do. I do generally know what that means. <laughs> well, a net is a place where you shoot uh, yes, pucks yes. into. Net positive. Yes, yeah. by six. Yes, yeah. it's basically plus minus. He's net <laughs> we're, positive. We're we're here for the real analysis. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, I think I think he would be a good addition. I mean, contracts another thing. What his cap hit's going to be? Because the Bruins have a lot of other things to figure out. But uh, I, I'd take him. I'd take him back in a heartbeat. I just think back to like if you're trying to get him to teach Trent Frederick a thing or two, maybe. But also, I think Freddie could probably score more than Lucic ever scored for his career high. Now, I'm not saying that Frederick could be 40 goals consistently, but I think you know he's got that kind of Milan Heduk esque style to his game if he can tap into it a bit more often. Versus Milan Lucic, who you know he had one great year and then it's it's been he's he's been fine. He's fine. He's not great. He's not terrible, but he's fine. He falls somewhere on a roster, right? So I'm I'm very much team. You either do everything that Patrice Bergeron wants you to do, or you go in and replenish your prospect pool at this point. Yeah, I think that's kind of where like I'm at with them. And like, you know, obviously like they're my hometown team and I care about them deeply, but like I wasn't necessarily at the like point where I was in the 2017 expansion draft where I was like, Oh no, what could they lose? Cause everybody that was exposed, I was like, okay, be free, enjoy. And that's kind of how I felt with the flames first. I'm not really. Cause like I did care about geo going, but I feel like there were a few that's teams out there. Who's a veteran. That's yeah. Or the C literal captain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your literal captain, your top pairing defenseman. Pretty, pretty good guy. Who shouldn't be your top pairing. Yeah. Who shouldn't be your top pairing defenseman. It's fine. Um, but, yeah. I just, I think that there were a lot of teams that were either kind of like, okay, I, do I have to pick from you? 
like Anaheim. Vancouver. Yeah, Vancouver, Detroit. Um, who I was going through Chicago. my yes, like when I was doing my mock draft, I was like, do I do I have to? Can I just double up on another team or something because it's really um not too great. Drew, like how are you doing over there? there? I'm doing good. I'm looking at I'm looking for the official list of oh okay. Seattle, all of Seattle's draft picks. I wonder. I if found that the Kraken uh, Twitter page is probably the best place for that. Yeah, but I don't want to do all that scrolling, man. Someone's got to have a table. That is a lot of scrolling. Yeah, do you want me to just send you my notes? I know, I, I know. Slapshot Sweethearts had like kind of a graphic going where they were filling that in. I don't know. If I got, I got Bleacher Report. Okay. All right. Well, that works too. Um, yeah, I was gonna say I'm glad someone's live blogging this because. Uh, Shouts to Bleacher not, Report. Please job. hire me. Please hire yeah. me. I applied for your news team uh, position, and uh, we're still waiting. Twenty four hours, and we're waiting. Bleacher so. <laughs> <laughs> Report. Hire Drew. He's good. There's uh, a that's like last night I was talking with Lancey and I was like, Hey, um, I'm just going to start putting like, please hire my friend, Nick, we're a package deal on all of my cover letters. Um, even for these wonderful college, like retail jobs that I'm working because. Okay. So I didn't watch Mark Giordano at all this past year. Yeah. Um, and like his underlying numbers are fucking cannot see that at all, but, um, <laughs> Yeah, 96th percentile overall, 93rd in offense, 92nd in defense. So what's the eye test like? I mean, obviously he's 37. He's going to be 38. Um, I think that he like barely passed the eye test because he had a 24-year-old D partner. And he just, you know, like you're not going to be um, on your A game when you have barely played because of a pandemic, the stoppage, the bubble, all that. And then I just think that there were so many inconsistencies and fluctuating circumstances around Rasmus Anderson's performance where, you know, either he should have been bumped down and Hannafin or Tanev got the bump to the first line or the first pairing rather. But Gio, I think, looked good. For the most part, like looking back on it, it's not as bad as it like was made out to be during games. If that they, makes any sense. They, they so just asking. I didn't. I haven't. I don't think I watched a Flames game the entire year. Oh, must be nice. <laughs> and you're on the West Coast. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. The, maybe maybe watched one because I, I did watch the Oilers a fair amount, but imagine. Um, I was going to ask, uh, I'm like 99% sure they haven't released the captains and alternate captains that will come later. Mm-hmm. So do you think Giordano could be the first captain of this Seattle Kraken? I Because mm. part of me thinks like, oh, they're going to go with a the guy they're going to really build the team around and have it yeah, be a long-standing thing. Yeah. 
I know, but like ceremonial respect. Hello, everyone, and it's Jess here, just popping in to remind you all that I'm still here, and I'm here to remind you that Bet Online AG still has that awesome 50% welcome bonus waiting for you at their website. So head on over to Bet Online AG today, sign up for that free account, and of course use promo code Locked On with your first deposit. It's free. It's that 50% welcome bonus when you make your first deposit. You know you can't go wrong there so head on over to betonline.ag today make some bets sign up for that free account on their mobile website or their desktop website as well and of course use promo code locked on for your 50% welcome bonus respect veteran presence they go by age um i don't be kind of cool i don't think he stays maybe they wouldn't they probably wouldn't want to do the flames like that at the same time that would be so disrespectful to the Flames, yeah. but, like, I would also do it. I'm trying to think back to, like, the Atlanta Thrashers and, you know, what they did. Aren't we all right away. always? Bring back the thrash. Anyway. Thrashers. But I just, I don't think he's going to be staying in Seattle through season's end. And, and like I'm not saying, like, oh. Well, I'm not saying can we, that. Can we know, start a lockdown Thrashers podcast <laughs> where it's just like constantly speculating when they're going to bring a team to Atlanta? The it's uh, happening. My okay, we're good. The, the pilot that was on a different show. You know how that works sometimes. Did that for the 0607 playoff run for the Thrashers. So lockdown Thrashers, you heard it here first. Anyway, um, but no, I just don't think that Giordano will be staying in Seattle. Whether it's the, oh, the latest rumor mill. Oh, he could go to the New York Rangers because they want to, you know, swap him for Ryan Strom, retain salary, all this jazz. Cool. But I honestly don't think that he'll be there if the Kraken are kind of iffy in the playoffs and the deadline comes around. Okay. Guy that team would did, take. did he have a no trade that he waived for this or nope. was he just exposed? He was exposed. The only really player exposed. was uh, Lucic who waived his. No incredible movement. contract uh, by right. was it Peter Chiarelli who gave him that yeah. contract? That yeah. Incredible stuff. And I think what's beautiful is that Gio only makes five hundred thousand dollars more than Luch. That's good beautiful. Stuff. That is good stuff. Ugh, a great overpayment. I just see him being like an Andy Green type figure where if the New York Islanders come calling or anyone and they try to add one depth veteran defender trying to win their first title ever, then then he's it. The Flames will come calling, right? That's how this works. No, because then they'll be like, that's like a cap circumvention. Well, if you have like 180 days in between, you know, you, you don't get any returns on that or something. Yeah. Um, so, Jess, I admittedly yes. did not have time to read your article on why oh, that's the okay. Flames should trade Sean Monaghan. Yes. Um, is that kind of like a, all right, we're losing Geo, uh, Sam Bennett's gone. Like what's, what's next? Like I forgot about Sam Bennett. <laughs> Oops. Well, I mean, he um, wasn't good for the flames. So yeah. it's not... <laughs> Oops. Um, well, no, I just think that they should have traded him probably 2018, 2019. And it's to no fault of his own. Like, it's not like, he was doing anything wrong. I just think that, um, you know, his value was probably a lot higher when he wasn't having surgery after surgery. And 
uh, to have two hernias, a hip, I almost said a hip replacement. Nope. A hip surgery. Um, What's he, 31 years old or something? He, he's literally 26. <laughs> so he's not that much older than me. And he's just had a really bad string of injuries. And he was the sixth overall pick in 2014. So he should be the top line center if you're in theory, you know, in theory. but it's Elias Lindholm right now. And I am I'm not a big Lindholm fan. But. I love Lindy. I think he's fantastic. And to have him for the next, I think like four or five years for $4.8 million, that's a steal. Uh, like so a, everybody's a like, type of player. Yeah. And everyone's like, bring back Dougie. The Dougie trade never should have happened. You don't have Lindholm without the Dougie trade. So you got busted hip Monahan. All right, let's let's look and see what evolving hockey says about Sean Monahan. Yeah, I'm you overall twenty sixth percentile offense, thirteenth defense, sixty seventh. So theoretically, an above average defender. Um, looks like he's good on the power play and on shorthanded defense. So yeah, that's something um, I guess. And I think the issue with him is the oh, fact that you know. It's kind of like I compare him to a poor man's David Krejci because he is a great center when he's healthy, but they do this thing where they put washed up AHL players or whoever they want on that wing with Gaudreau, and it's just carrying dead weight. Sounds about right. Yeah. So they're just not. Sounds Krejci to me. Once again, folks, he'll be here all week. Hey. <laughs> so it's just kind of, you know, a wonderful experience for that second line. And then when they re-signed Richie, um, I that was not the, the worst Richie. You were hoping is... he would be selected in expansion. I was hoping that he was going to say, you know, I've had enough of this. I'm retiring. Elias Lindholm, folks. It's good stuff. He's pretty good. I'm glad right. that Chris hosts this podcast. I mean, I'm <laughs> showing an image to the other people on this podcast and not saying anything out loud. <laughs> Lindy is very good. He's um Yeah, so 80, 86th percentile overall in the NHL, 90th percentile offensively, 55th percentile defensively. Very good player. Yes. Um, okay. If you were the Bruins, and I mean, the Bruins aren't going to have like an expansion draft. This is, guys, don't, you know, whatever. If you had to select one player from the Flames, who would it be? And you can't who, say Lucic. So who is, exp- like, anybody or who anybody. is exposed? Oh, anybody at all on the roster? Okay. Yeah. Oh, I say yeah. anybody. Well, so Anyone, like, there's you no have rules. To, you have to follow the rules, and the rules are... Uh, <laughs> it has to be an active if, roster player. If there is a player from the Boston area or someone who went to a college in or around Boston, you have to take them. So it's Johnny Gaudreau. Well, Noah Hannafin is from like Newton. Yeah. In general, <laughs> which is I'd also say weird. Gaudreau, which, to be honest. Which is, why, which is why the Bruins tried to trade three draft picks to get down to the third pick to take Noah Hannafin. <laughs> I mean, I'd have to say Gaudreau either way. Like... I think I, would I, guess, take I guess with the I Bruins' Lindholm, current but... needs, defenseman, but I think I'm going to take a real goaltender and think... go with uh, 
I think Lindholm's better than Goudreau. Yeah, if if you want to be real and you want to get a legitimate top six forward at this current day and age, you'd go with Lindholm. Not not that Goudreau is bad, but in terms of assessing the Bruins' needs, if you don't re-sign Krejci, you need Lindholm. I'm just following the rules that Chris just set. Okay. Right. <laughs> you have to as, take. As opposed to being like, it could be a player, any Flames player in history. I'm going to take Lanny McDonald because of the mustache. I'm going to take. You can Lanny also technically take Milan Lucic because he, uh, yeah. like, was he based in Boston, Boston, Boston for a long yeah. time. So. That man still bleeds. Oh, he's gold. he's Boston as fuck. Like, he literally went to the Rogers Center and was like, hey, guys, I'm going to have a beer. Hey guys, remember when I played here 10 years ago? <laughs> yeah, and then I recreated that. Um but okay, I think that like wraps it up for tonight. Um do we want to promote yourselves on social media? Where Absolutely can we find you? Lancy. You Pretty start. self-explanatory. So you just take what you just heard. Lancy, you add a number five three, as in Lancy fifty-three. The, the tail end of the at handle and uh that's that's me at lancy 53 on the twitter where can we find your work down the frozen river.com and uh, the podcast but um you know go to it more so for jess's stuff than no mine. don't do that i mean you please do feed my ego that's fine i don't care <laughs> i mean if if you're a flames fan you'd like her stuff more than mine because she does more flame stuff, and I say, you you got that. <laughs> I'll, I'll do the very topical things like, oh, is it time to select someone Write 9,000 words? Yeah, that too. Yeah. All right. Chris, where can everyone find you? All right. Well, first of all, you can find Lancey on the Bruise and Bruins podcast like <laughs> half the time. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm at Gear B&B on, uh, on that Twitter's uh, it's like Airbnb, but Bruins and Bruins and geared. But more G-R-E. geared towards yourself. Hey, I'll um, be here all week, folks. You can find my writing occasionally, very occasionally, <laughs> on Bruins Diehards. I'm actually going to write an article this week because um, it is. Month. Is it uh, your turn? It's the yeah. I think it might be my turn. It's the faded, uh, the the long-awaited Space Jam article is coming out because um, the new Space Jam movie came out, and I I watched it, and I'm gonna do a, an article on what if Space Jam but hockey. What so the Mighty Ducks Gordon? franchise. Would it What's be that, Connor Jess? McDavid as the face of the movie? Or so wait. So it's going to be a lot dumber than that. Um, Pat the, the first, the first paragraph is going to be like, okay, um, Space Jam about hockey. Connor McDavid's too boring. Let's go with either David Pasternak or uh, or um, Nikita Kucherov might be another good one. Um, and then kind of run through like what it would be like, and then go even dumber dive into like no the aliens came to town like on the wrong day and like went to the arena when it was a hockey game instead of a basketball game and they just got real confused and so they end up like choosing players based on what they think are good basketball traits but uh they're hockey players 
I've got it. They think they're going to a Supersonics game. It turns out the Kraken exists now. That's how we relate it all back to the yep. main theme from today. It's all about SEO. This one's going to blow up. <laughs> this is it. This is the one that'll have you joining go viral the athletic. For unrelated to going to mention a lot of LeBron, a lot of Michael Jordan, things people are looking up these days, Bugs Bunny, you know, anything that's in the zeitgeist. All right. Ooh, fancy word. SAT word of the day. Chris, you also have a movie podcast. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, check, check me out on uh, burritos and other less important things, uh, a.k.a. Bowlet. Uh, we got an episode coming out this Friday that is uh, we watched every Pixar movie and ranked them all. Nice. That's a great podcast. Thank you. You're welcome. And burritos are pretty cool, so. And other less important things. So I'm going to guess that you made that podcast when uh, burritos were like all the rage, where Chipotle was like. No. Lives in oh. San Diego. I live in San Diego, Drew. Chipotle? <laughs> I've been to a Chipotle over a decade. <laughs> well, bur- burritos were really mainstream in like 2015 or something, and then like just dropped off. Like stock in burritos. Anyway, I'm Drew Johnson. <laughs> for investment tips, consult. if you if for investment tips, if you want crap like that, uh, follow me on Twitter at doobshmoob. D o o b s h m o o b. I love spelling that out. It sounds so cool. You know, totally. Um, Bruins and Bruins podcast. You can follow us at Bruins and Bruins on Instagram or Twitter. Um, I do a lot of other writing, so yeah, just follow me on Twitter and you'll find my stuff. Don't follow Hit him me with on the Twitch stream. Don't yeah. add me on Snapchat. Don't Don't be weird. You don't, don't be weird, but really Twitter, Twitter's up for grabs. To fight my laptop. It keeps random, 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 random. Oh, hey, oh. <laughs> <laughs> That was fantastic. The remix. I, I don't know what's happening. So Taylor Swift, random, if you random. hit me with a copyright claim... You can deliver it, deliver it, deliver me. <laughs> what is happening? It again. Now I hear Taylor Swift. I'm glad we mostly got through the episode before that started happening. I'm also like, impressed that, you know, the Wi-Fi hasn't, like, tried to murder me way out here on this end of the house. And, folks, that'll do it for today's episode of Locked on Flames. I hope you appreciated all of the chaotic energy brought to you by Brews and Bruins featuring Down the Frozen River featuring Locked on Flames. <laughs> Thank you all so much for tuning in, and I will catch you later on with another episode. Episode.